This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Each week we give the world globe a spin and see where we land. Then we take the kids of Australia on an audio excursion to visit that country and its people. I'm Christy Kidgerina. And today on Squiz the World, we're visiting a country known as the land of the long white cloud. It's famous for its rugby team and a small flightless bird called the Kiwi. Can you guess where we're going? Strap yourselves into the Squiz Kids super fast supersonic jetliner as we take off and take a squiz at Aotearoa, New Zealand. Just the facts. New Zealand, which is also called Aotearoa in the language of the indigenous Maori people, is an island country located about 2,000 kilometres east of Australia in the Pacific region known as Oceania. There are two main islands that make up New Zealand, the North and of course the South Islands, as well as about 700 other smaller islands. If you leave from Sydney and fly across the Tasman Sea, you'll be landing in the capital city, Wellington, in just over three hours. Most of the more than 5 million New Zealanders live on the North Island, where the most populous city is Auckland. And while the South Island is larger, it's much less populated due to its forbidding landscape, made up of stunning rugged mountainous terrain and icy glaciers, some of which are more than 20,000 years old. New Zealand sits right on top of the meeting of the Pacific and the Australian tectonic plates, which makes it one of the most volcanic and earthquake-prone regions on Earth. Because New Zealand was once a British colony, like Australia, our systems of governments are pretty similar. Their head of state is King Charles, who is represented by a Governor-General, and there's also a Prime Minister, who's the head of the government. The indigenous Māori people arrived in New Zealand more than 1,000 years ago from their mythical Polynesian homeland of Hawaii, and their history and traditions are a very important part of the culture of New Zealand today. On February 6, way back in 1840, the Treaty of Waitangi was signed. It was an agreement between the British colonists and the Māori people setting out the terms of the British settlement. And in the New Zealand Parliament today, there are still a set number of Māori seats where Māori people can vote for their own representatives in government. When you travel, it's important to learn a few words in that country's language. It's a great way to show respect. So let's... Learn the lingo. In Aotearoa, New Zealand, there are three official languages, English, New Zealand Sign Language and Te Roa Māori. Sadly, due to discrimination and lack of support, about 40 years ago it looked as if the Māori language might become extinct. But thankfully today, with lots of hard work, about 30% of New Zealanders can speak more than just a few words of Te Roa Māori. We're really lucky to have Squiz Kid Jonah here to teach us some Māori language. Jonah's going to say hi and tell us that his family come from New Zealand. Take it away. Kia ora, ko Jonah kōpū toku inoa, no Aotearoa toku whānau. Thank you so much, Jonah. 
Kaki te ano. See you later too. If you know someone from New Zealand, you'll probably already know that they have some different names in English for everyday things that we use here in Australia. Thongs or flip-flops are jandals, an esky or cooler is a chilli bin, and your swimmers are your togs. So now that we can communicate, it's... Time for school! For kids in New Zealand, school is compulsory, meaning that you have to attend from ages 6 to 16. Most schools are state schools, which are paid for by the government. But there are also some independent schools where parents pay school fees. Primary school goes from year one, which is a little bit like kindergarten or prep, all the way through to year eight. And high school starts in year nine and goes until you get to year 13. What? The subjects that are taught are really similar to what you'd be learning in Aussie schools, with the exception that in some schools, you can also learn Maori language and culture. In fact, there are a small number of schools where most of the lessons are in Te Roa Māori and the subjects focus in on Māori ways of living and learning. I'd love to go to one of those schools for a day. And just like in Australia, during breaks, you'll see lots of kids out in the playground playing footy. Sport time. Without a doubt, the national sport of New Zealand is rugby. The country's national men's team are called the All Blacks and the women's team are the Black Ferns. And both are among the most dominant teams in international rugby. But did you know that New Zealand is world famous for another kind of sport? People travel to New Zealand from all around the world to participate in adventure sports like jet boating, zip lining, whitewater rafting, and the one that first became a draw card for tourists, bungee jumping. If you haven't heard of it before, it's where a stretchy cord is attached to you before you throw yourself off a bridge and the cord causes you to bounce back up just before you hit the water below. Not my idea of a good time. Would you do it? And if you still have energy after all that excitement, you can have a go at walking up Baldwin Street in Dunedin, which, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, is the world's steepest street. And boy, is it steep. There's no riding your bike up that one, although coming down would be amazing. I'm starving after all that sport. I think it might be... Dinner time. Somewhat like Australia, Aotearoa New Zealand doesn't have just one national dish, but one that they do claim pavlova is hotly disputed by Aussies as our own. Although we Australians do like to claim some Kiwi things for ourselves. I see you, Neil Finn. If you're a carnivore like me, you'll probably know that New Zealand is also famous for its lamb. The oft-stated statistic that there are more sheep than people in New Zealand is actually true, with the last count showing there were about 25 million sheep, which is almost a 5 to 1 ratio of sheep to people. Unbelievable. And it just wouldn't be right if I didn't at least give a mention to New Zealand's famous fashion chops. I've stuck a link to a simple pavlova, a dessert made of meringue, whipped cream and fruit in your episode notes. 
Even if we can't agree on who invented it, I'm pretty sure we can all agree it's delicious. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What name do the Maori people know New Zealand as? Hey, good work if you said Aotearoa. Question number two. What is the national sport of New Zealand? Yeah, it's rugby. Question number three. Which country invented the pavlova? It's either Australia or New Zealand. I suspect the answer will depend on where you come from. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks for staying curious about the world and joining me on this incredible trip to New Zealand. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.